0: Welcome to Healthy Mama Hacks, a weekly mini-podcast where I share my best tips for hacking your healthy mama life with simple tips for easier eating, cooking, and living a healthy mama life in 20 minutes or less. Let's do this, mama! Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Healthy Mama Hacks. Chris here. And the past few weeks on Healthy Mama Hacks, we have been talking about creating more satisfying meals. We talked about satisfying salads, satisfying smoothies, satisfying bowls. And today I wanted to share with you guys 20 ingredients that I keep on hand for more satisfying meals. I shared some specifics with you guys in the past, few episodes on what I love to put on my salads and my bowls and in my smoothie, but there are some specific things that I love to keep on hand so that my meals are really delicious. I think you guys already know at this point, and if not, if you're new, I am all about living a healthy, balanced life, and part of that includes satisfaction. It includes loving the food that we eat and enjoying the food that we eat as much as we want to live healthy lives, I don't believe that the two need to be separate. I think that we should be enjoying the food that we're eating as well as eat the food that is nourishing to us and makes us feel good. And so today I want to share with you some of the ingredients I keep on hand to just take my food to the next level. None of these are crazy out there or weird, at least in my opinion, and most of them are not very expensive at all. They're things that you can get at your average grocery store. Maybe they're things that you might want to get at a health food store, but for the most part, these are things that you can get pretty much anywhere and keep in your pantry or your fridge. And I keep them in my pantry and my fridge so that I can create, I can easily create really satisfying meals. So let's go ahead. Let's dive in. I will share each item with you and I'll share a couple examples of how I use them. And of course, after this episode, I would love if you listen to this episode, take a screenshot of it, share it over on Instagram and share with me what some of your favorite satisfying ingredients are that you keep on hand. Maybe some of them are similar to the things that I keep on hand and maybe some of them are different. So I want you to share those with me as well. So the first satisfying ingredient that I love to keep on hand is nuts. So I know that not everyone can eat nuts. I know that there's a lot of nut allergies out there, um, but I do love keeping nuts on hand, especially almonds and cashews, for a couple different reasons. Nuts are so versatile. I can use them chopped up in granola. I can use them chopped up on yogurt bowls. I love roasting them. I also love candying them. So I love roasting them with some coconut sugar and different spices. And they just come out so delicious and sweet and spicy at the same time. You guys have probably heard me wax poetic about cashew cream sauce. I love it so much. I'm not dairy-free, but we don't eat a ton of dairy. I will mention dairy in just a little bit. We don't eat a ton of dairy, so we do love having a cashew cream sauce. Um, We probably eat this cashew cream sauce once a week or at least once every couple of weeks. And it's just cashews, water, lemon juice, some spices. Usually I do garlic powder and onion powder to make it taste a little bit like an Alfredo. And some sea salt, that's it. And uh, blend it all up in the blender and we serve it over pasta. We'll also make a chipotle version and put it over fajitas or tacos. I love making homemade nut milks. And then I also will make um, nut butter based sauces right from the nuts. So if you soak almonds, if you have a high speed blender or a food processor, it's really easy to make an almond butter that you can easily turn into an almond butter sauce as well. So I love keeping nuts on hand for textures, for bowls chopped on top, for um, breakfast bowls as well, on top of salads. I love keeping a variety of whole and roasted nuts on hand, and then I will also roast them up myself as well, or toast them. You just have to make sure you watch them. I did a Cook with Chris episode um, over on Instagram a couple months ago now, and I accidentally burnt the almonds because I was talking and not paying attention. So even chefs burn the almonds, you gotta pay attention. <laughs> so nuts are the first thing. The second thing would be nut butters. I love keeping nut butters on hand for satisfaction. These I love these in smoothies. I love making nut butter-based sauces, like I mentioned, the almond butter sauce, and usually I make that from almond butter, but you can make it directly from the nuts as well. Um, I also love making peanut sauce, and they're really satisfying on yogurt bowls. You can make a salad dressing with almond butter very easily, which is really delicious. It's basically just the thinned-out almond butter sauce, but it is super delicious there are so many things that you can do with nut butters, especially peanut and almond, and those are the ones that I typically keep on hand, but sunflower seed butter is a really good alternative if you can't do nuts as well. Um, I also love keeping tahini sauce on hand. I put this in a different category than nuts and nut butters, just because, I mean, it is it is a seed. It's made from sesame seeds. It's not made from nuts, but tahini sauce is Oh my gosh, it's so good. I love it by itself. You get a good quality tahini sauce, it's not bitter. There are some tahini sauces that are bitter. I love the Trader Joe's brand, and um, oh my gosh, Artisana, I believe, is the other brand that I really enjoy that's not bitter at all and I love making a tahini sauce with lemon juice and garlic and a little bit of olive oil and some water to thin it out some cumin and it is so tasty on anything middle eastern or greek inspired it tahini sauce is also an essential ingredient for hummus when you make homemade hummus which is very easy by the way all you need is a food processor and I think it's one of those things a lot of people find really intimidating but it is so easy to make so I love keeping tahini sauce on hand always have tahini sauce on hand you can also put it in your smoothies if you want to as well i'm not a huge fan of putting it in my smoothie um, but if you are not free it's a great option as well tons that you can do with tahini sauce Ooh, i al- also love making a miso maple tahini sauce which is a little bit different than kind of that middle eastern slash greek style tahini sauce i wanted to mention that as well that's a really satisfying sauce that i love putting on top of bowls I also love keeping cheese on hand, especially cheese that you can crumble on top of salads or bowls. So I have talked ad nauseum (laughs) about how much I love feta in the brine on when I talked about satisfying salads and satisfying bowls. I love brine feta. I love goat cheese as well. Anything you can crumble on top of things, but we also love keeping cheese on hand for um, like taco and burrito bowls and then, of course, for things like pizza as well. But I think a good quality cheese, keeping some sort of good quality cheese on hand is a really inexpensive way to add a ton of flavor if dairy does work for you and your body and your family. It just adds a huge punch of flavor. I don't really bother with inexpensive cheese. (laughs) Sorry inexpensive cheese. I don't bother with like cheap cheese. Uh I don't buy super expensive cheese either. I kind of go middle ground. I buy a lot of my cheese at Trader Joe's. I'm not spending, I'm not buying like 20-30$ a pound cheeses. Though my favorite hack for buying more expensive cheeses is to go to Whole Foods if you have a Whole Foods near you. They always have a basket of end pieces of cheeses in the cheese section. So if you go to the fancy cheese section, they have a basket of end pieces and you can create a really delicious cheese board. My husband and I have loved to do this and to make a board of just basically the end pieces. Um, Um, with some crackers and some nuts and some dried fruit. And it makes a really delicious kind of quick and easy date night dinner. So that's a fun little cheese hack. But I love getting cheeses from Trader Joe's. The brined feta is great. They have a bunch of different goat cheeses. I love their unexpected cheddar, their New Zealand cheddar. I love manchego cheese. And any of these are uh, Parmesan cheese is an essential because a little bit of fresh grated Parmesan just makes everything from soups to salads to bowls just so much more delicious and pasta of course so I love um, having some good quality cheese on hand but again it doesn't need to be super expensive cheese but I don't also don't buy cheap cheese because the more the better quality cheese just has more bang for its buck when it comes to flavor so I'd rather buy a smaller amount of cheese that's slightly better quality without getting the cheese that's going to you know cost my firstborn child. Um, <laughs> so so a middle ground cheese, I think, is makes a huge difference when it comes to flavor. I also love keeping olives on hand. So Kalamata olives are my favorite. I also love the, oh my gosh, I'm going to butcher this name. Nope, I'm not going to say it. They are Italian green olives and they are delicious. And I'm going to put a list of all of these in the episode guide. So I will share with you the exact type of olives because I'm not even going to try because I'll butcher the name. But I also love just the kind of the your olives that are in um, green olives with pimentos in them. We love using those in um, different one-pot meals, so we'll do um, a weeknight picadillo recipe, and I'll link that too, um, because that's one of our favorite weeknight recipes. So we love having olives on hand for that. We love them for bowls. We love them for salads. We love keeping just kind of canned black olives on hand for things like pizza, and then I make this steakhouse salad with a really easy homemade blue cheese dressing, and Just the classic black olives on top of that just add a really nice kind of brininess to the salad and they go really well with the blue cheese. So I really enjoy those as well. So we keep a variety of olives on hand. They're another inexpensive way to add a ton of flavor. And yes, olives can be expensive, but you can very easily go to the bulk section of Whole Foods or your whatever your grocery store that you typically go to is and just get a small amount of them. And just like cheese, the good quality ones have a lot of bang for their buck. So you don't need to spend a lot of money. They might be a more expensive ingredient, but you can spend less and have more flavor. I mentioned nuts and nut butters and tahini a couple times, but I also love keeping seeds on hand. These are a great way to add nutrients to your bowls, to your salads, to your smoothies, but they're also a great way to add a pop of texture, which makes things more satisfying. So I love adding pumpkin seeds to my bowls and to my salads, sunflower seeds, hemp seeds, even chia seeds. They add a little bit of texture and bunch of nutrition as well, and oftentimes a little bit of flavor as well. I love the flavor of pepitas, of shelled pumpkin seeds. I love keeping some salad dressings on hand. So yes, I love making my own homemade salad dressings. I always have ingredients on hand to make my own homemade salad dressings, but having a couple salad dressings from some of my favorite brands on hand is a great way to just add a punch of flavor when I wanna create a salad, but I don't really wanna make my own homemade dressing. So I love the brand Primal Kitchen. Their ingredients are really great and I I find that their dressings are Really flavorful and delicious. I also love the brand Tessems. I just try and look for just simple ingredients um, that I can pronounce, and I love when they are shelf-stable as well because then I can keep a couple of them stocked up, um, but I, there are a couple other brands I love that I can't think of off the top of my head, so I will, I will link those in the episode guide as well, but I love keeping a couple of homemade salad dressings on hand just for quick and easy salads, and they also work really well for bowls as well, a drizzle of blue cheese, like I mentioned, or ranch on top of a bowl, is really a really delicious addition so speaking of kind of dressings and toppings I also love keeping barbecue sauce on hand I love making my own homemade barbecue sauce. I often give this away for um, like a Christmas gift to family and friends. Um, I have kind of a secret barbecue sauce recipe that I will not share. (laughs) Um, But there are also a variety of really good store pot barbecue sauces as well. And you can use barbecue sauce in so many different ways. Of course, you can use it as a marinade or glaze for chicken or pork when you're going to be grilling it, but it's also really great to cook in the Instant Pot with Shredded chicken or pork, and then you could make very easily, easy barbecue pulled pork in the slow cooker as well, um, or the instant pot that's really easy. It's also really delicious drizzled on salads. It's delicious over shrimp. There are so many different ways that you can use barbecue sauce and the smoky sweetness as a, it, it's very, very satisfying, um, especially when you pair it with something creamy. So when you pair a barbecue sauce, something sweet and smoky with something creamy, especially something creamy and vinegary, like a coleslaw, that Kind of um, contrast of ingredients is really, really delicious. So, I encourage you to try that. You know what? In the same vein, let's talk about mayonnaise. I know that not everyone loves mayonnaise, but I am a mayonnaise lover. And for when it comes to satisfaction, I think the most satisfying condiment, in my opinion, is mayonnaise. So, I love making my own homemade mayonnaise. I have a video tutorial on this, and it's. Not the best quality, but it is, you know, showing how easily I make this mayonnaise. Um, and I also have a, a reel over on Instagram um, of how I make my homemade avocado oil mayonnaise. So you can check either of those out as well. I'll link one or both in the episode guide. But I love making homemade mayonnaise, but I don't make homemade mayonnaise every week. So a couple of my favorite brands are, again, Primal Kitchen. I also like Sir Kensington's. I like Chosen Foods. They all have good ingredients, and they are all really delicious. And so I love keeping a couple of mayonnaise on hand so that I can, I love using them as an emulsifier for salad dressings. I love making a variety of chicken salads. My favorite lunch is a good chicken salad. So I'll make a curry chicken salad. I'll make a copycat Trader Joe's wine country chicken salad. I will make just kind of, oh, a cucumber dill chicken salad. I love cucumber dill chicken salad. I also love making quick homemade aiolis with lemon juice and garlic, some fresh garlic, or really whatever you want to add. You can make a basil aioli. You can make a chipotle aioli. I also love using it for tuna salad and salmon salad. There are so many different things that you can do with mayonnaise. And so keeping some mayonnaise on hand or the ingredients to make my own homemade mayonnaise is something that makes meals so, so much more satisfying. Speaking of salmon and tuna, I love keeping flavored tuna packets on hand for quick lunches. I know this seems kind of like an odd thing to put on this list, but it's not at all to me when I need a quick protein, but I want it to have a ton of flavor. So uh, Safe Catch is my favorite brand. They have both salmon and tuna packets with flavorings in them, and they're, they just use kind of herbs, spices and avocado oil and sometimes like lemon juice, things like that. So they're really simple and easy to throw on a salad with a dressing and some satisfying ingredients. Go back to my satisfying salad episode to hear more about how I make a quick and easy satisfying salad. But they're a great way to just have something quick and easy for for lunch. And so I love keeping those on hand for a more satisfying lunch. I love keeping reduced balsamic on hand. If you have never had reduced balsamic, you are are not living so this is sometimes called balsamic glaze you can make it yourself but it's easy to purchase as well So this is so delicious on pizza, you guys. (laughs) It is so delicious on pizza. It's also really delicious on caprese salad. I make a tomato caprese salad and then also a peach caprese salad. My sister's allergic to tomatoes. And so when we eat as a family, we'll make a peach caprese salad. And it's a little bit vinegary, but also very sweet as well. So it's a really delicious topping and adds a really great punch of flavor. Speaking of something else that adds a great punch of flavor, sriracha is my favorite hot sauce. It's not too hot. It's garlicky. It's a little bit vinegary, and it's got some spice to it. So I love keeping sriracha on hand for bowls. I love it on eggs. It adds a great pop of flavor on eggs. I love um, scrambling up eggs and putting them on a tortilla with some cheese and some sriracha. Oh, so good. And it just takes it to the next level. Most of these ingredients are just things that are gonna take whatever dish that you are making to the next level, just make it a little bit more satisfying. Another one of those ingredients that I love to keep on hand is coconut aminos. Coconut aminos are a kind of like a soy sauce substitute. They're soy-free, they're made from coconut, but they have a very similar kind of uh, salty flavor as soy sauce but they're more sweet than soy sauce as well. So they have a really good umami salty sweet type flavor to them and they're really delicious in any sort of Asian style dishes especially if you're trying to avoid soy but even if you're not they're really delicious they're you know made from great ingredients and I really love keeping those on hand. In terms of kind of Asian-style dishes, two ingredients that I love to keep on hand are curry paste. I usually keep a red curry and a green curry. My go-to is Thai Kitchen. I think they have a really good curry paste. But the green curry paste I use in green curries that I cook on the stovetop in my green curry simmer sauce, which, yes, is similar to the one from Trader Joe's, but it's homemade and it's really easy. You do not need to buy bottled. Um, and it lasts for you know quite some time, too once you make it and keep it in the fridge so I love curry paste um, kind of a Thai style curry paste is what I'm talking about it's depending on the spiciness that you get red is going to be spicier than green it's very kid friendly as well and it just adds so much flavor to your dishes and there is a lot that you can do with different types of curries along the same line Canned coconut milk is one of my essentials, and I always keep several jars of canned coconut milk. You've heard me talk about making coconut rice before. If you've listened to any of my past satisfying bowls, um, and just anytime I talk about satisfying meals, I love making coconut rice. My kids love it too. So I'll do half coconut milk, half water when I cook the rice. And so we love making coconut rice. My coconut Um, Any coconut curries, I love using coconut milk for. I also love using it in smoothies. I have a mango mint mojito smoothie that I really enjoy that I use the canned coconut milk for. It is just such a versatile ingredient, especially if you don't do a lot of dairy or you're dairy-free. Coconut, canned coconut milk is creamy and just slightly sweet, and it adds a huge pop of flavor to whatever you're cooking. So I always keep coconut milk on hand. Another ingredient that's really simple and easy to find, but adds a lot of flavor is sesame oil. So I don't find that people use sesame oil very much, but I love sesame roasted broccoli using sesame oil um, instead of toasted sesame oil, instead of like your olive oil or your avocado oil to roast up broccoli and top it with sesame seeds on top. And it's so, so flavorful. It's really delicious in sauces, especially peanut sauce and almond butter sauce, teriyaki sauce. Um, it's inexpensive for the most part, you know, compared to a lot of other um, seed-based or uh, nut-based oils. Uh, I don't saute in it very much. If I do, I mix it with half of another type of oil, like a regular avocado oil or um, olive oil, because it doesn't have a really high um, smoke point, but it is does add a delicious flavor. So I love sesame oil and any Asian-style recipes. I also love keeping citrus on hand. So, oh, I always have lemons on hand because I love drinking lemon water in the morning and I drink lemon water in the morning pretty much every single morning. But I also love using lemon zest in recipes, lemon juice in most of the sauces I mentioned other than the Asian style sauces. I use lemon juice. I use lemon juice in salad dressings. I add it to the end of cooking rice when I've cooked rice with some fresh herbs or or dried herbs. I love doing herb de Provence and then lemon juice at the end for a lemon herb rice. Lemons are essential, and I love limes, too. For any sort of Mexican-style or Southwestern-style dishes, limes are an essential. And then, I mean, let's be real. We also like margaritas, right? So limes, ton of flavor. (laughs) So typically, I keep lemons and limes on hand for adding a pop of flavor, the zest especially. So I love to use organic just because you're using kind of the concentrated zest. But I love lemon zest or lime zest and lemon juice and lime juice as well. Couple other ingredients for you guys. I know we're we're going over the twenty minute point, but you know how much I love food, right? <laughs> dried fruit is another thing that I keep on hand. I keep a variety of dried fruit on hand. There are a lot of cuisines that lend really well to um, adding some dried fruit, whether it is kind of a Moroccan tagine. I love actually adding it to the cooking process. So I'll add golden raisins or chopped dates while I'm cooking my Moroccan style tagine a lot of Middle Eastern style recipes will use dried fruit in their cooking. My weeknight Picadillo has raisins in it, and they just add a hint of sweetness, especially when they're rehydrated. That adds a really great contrast, which adds a lot of satisfaction, especially if a dish is heavily spiced or spicy. They add a really nice contrast. So I love keeping dried fruit on hand for that purpose, for cooking. And I also like keeping it on hand for salads. It adds a great flavor to salads even if you don't have fresh fruit dried fruit is a really great option and I also love using it especially dates for things like energy balls and my cookie dough energy bars and just sticking those in the food processor with some nuts and some chocolate chips of course makes it a really easy and delicious snack so I love keeping those on hand for satisfying snacks as well. The next ingredient I'm surprised I haven't said it already but you guys You need some butter in your life, (laughs) okay? Um, And if not butter, ghee. And if you don't do either, that's okay. That's cool. I respect it, but... When it comes to a culinary perspective, there is nothing like butter for satisfaction. <laughs> you don't need to use gobs and gobs of it for a ton of flavor either. Just a little bit of butter goes a long way. I love mixing butter and oil when I'm cooking because it adds the buttery flavor. But like sesame oil, it increases the smoke point. So there's less likelihood that it's going to burn because burned butter is not great. And um, But butter adds a ton of flavor, not just to baked goods but to many of our dishes, Um, and so I love stirring it in At the end of risotto, I do cook with it when I make risotto, but stirring a little bit at the end adds just so much flavor. Ghee is also a great option. It's clarified butter. um, So any sort of Indian style dishes I will use ghee for, but I also love using ghee to cook eggs. Um, It does have a higher smoke point because the milk solids are removed. So it's basically just an oil. It's butter oil. So that is really delicious. But anytime you would cook with butter, you can use ghee. So that adds a ton of flavor and you don't need a ton. It's another one of those ingredients that's super satisfying with just a little bit, adds a lot of flavor. And last but not least, a variety of spices. Keeping a large variety of spices on hand is a great way to add a ton of flavor and a ton of satisfaction to your meals. For a for pretty inexpensive, pretty inexpensively, most spices are not very expensive. I think the most expensive spice I keep on hand is cardamom. Oh, that's not true. I do like keeping saffron on hand, but I don't use saffron very often. And saffron lasts a long time because they come in like these little vials. Because it is so expensive, it'll run you about twenty dollars for a small container of saffron. But if you don't use a lot of dishes with saffron, don't worry about it. <laughs> if you're only going to make a paella like once a year or um, a Moroccan dish or whatever, then just hold off. You don't need you don't need saffron, but it does add a, a delicious flavor to your meals. Um, cardamom, though, I do think is one of those most one of the most underused spices, and it is so delicious. Cumin is my favorite. Many of you know that I love cumin. It doesn't work in every dish, but it is so delicious. in Mexican-style dishes, and Middle Eastern-style dishes, and Moroccan-style dishes, and Indian-style dishes. It is just so good. I love a good curry powder. I love a good garam masala. I love a good Razal Hanu. I love za'atar. I love Chinese five-spice. I love spice blends. And then I also love single spices. I always keep on hand Most of your Italian and French-style herbs, so I always keep dried parsley, dried basil, marjoram, thyme, sage. What else do I keep on hand? I always keep cinnamon and nutmeg and allspice on hand. Um, Those work in savory as well as sweet dishes. Smoked paprika adds a ton of flavor. I love it way more than sweet paprika. Chili powder, I always keep on hand. Turmeric, dried ginger, garlic powder, onion powder, if I didn't already mention those. Coriander is kind of like cumin's sweeter cousin. There are so many things you can do with fresh spices and they last quite a bit of time. Most of them last six months to a year. If you're only using it once for one recipe, see if you can buy it in bulk and just get a small amount of the spice to try. And if you love it, start including it in more of your recipes. They're a great way to add a ton of satisfaction and a huge hit of flavor. Okay, friends, we're almost at 30 minutes. (laughs) I can talk about satisfaction all day long and keeping ingredients on hand for more satisfying meals i hope you guys found some value from hearing the ingredients that i keep on hand for more satisfying meals and i would love to hear from you guys over on instagram i'm at healthy mama chris or come join us in the healthy balanced mamas facebook community it's just facebook.com slash group slash healthy Balance mamas i'm really trying to grow the interaction in that group i love every single one of you within the group i love doing friday coffee chats with all of you guys and sharing with you um So I would love to see you over there. You can ask me your questions, you can interact with us and you can join me for my Friday coffee chats where I dig into these topics just a little bit deeper. Okay, friends, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Healthy Mama Hacks and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me.